Hey, hello, hello, hello. Shalom, 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 family. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day, good night. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And uh, the podcast is presented to you by Living for Yahuwah Ministry. And uh, I'm your host, Daliyahu Yasharal. And uh, we're here to read another chapter, family. That's what we do. Welcome back. Thank you guys for joining us, for walking with us, for reading with us. We appreciate your presence. So today we are closing out the book of Shemot, commonly called Exodus. And we are reading chapter 40, <clears throat> the last chapter of the book. And uh, it's been a great ride. It's been a informative read. You know, it, even having read the book before, I got a lot of nuances out of this. It was an interesting experience for me just getting to summarize each chapter and just, um, you know, looking for the keynote points out of each chapter to highlight and uh, some new things were, were um, uncovered. So it's been a blessing. Um, yeah, let's get into this last chapter. I think it's, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good one, a great one. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So we're going to read chapter forty today. But before we reading, before we begin reading, like always, we have a few orders of operation. Um, before we get into the reading, we're gonna pray first, open up in prayer, because it's always a great way to just clear our hearts, clear our minds, and get in the right spirit before we read the word of Yahuwah. And uh, before we pray, I'm gonna do a recap. So <clears throat> let me guys, let me just. Again, walk you guys through how we got here so that if this is your first time listening or you just jumped into this chapter, you have some type of understanding of what's going on and some context. Yeah, so basically, uh, Exodus is the second scroll of the scriptures, the set apart scriptures or what we know as the Holy Bible. And uh, chronologically speaking, it comes after the book of Genesis or Bereshit, which we read here and you uh, are encouraged to go ahead and catch up on those episodes of the first book but genesis was basically about um obviously the creation story and after that you know we have what the most high just looking for righteous individuals on the earth and coming to them making covenants with them and agreements with them um you got people like noah who was delivered from the flood and the most high made an agreement with him a covenant um to do certain things or not do certain things and then we have people like Abraham, Abraham, who was again found righteous in his generation, right? And the Most High came to him, made a promise to him, a covenant with him, and he fulfilled. You know, he fulfilled it eventually. That's what we're reading now. Uh, the Most High promised Abraham a promised land, a particular land that he would show him if he left the place of his nativity, right? And now at this point, just talking about how the books connect. Since then, we've been reading about the, the sojournings and the travelings of the family of Abraham. But right now, where, where we at with the book of Exodus, with them um, on the mountain of Elohim and going into the promised land, this is a fulfillment of the covenant made to Abraham. So <clears throat> that's what that was. That was Genesis. Yahuwah creating man and then choosing righteous individuals to further his uh, plan and his initiative. Then we get to the book of Exodus where we had fortunately 
went down the family of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, their children went down into Egypt because of a famine, but unfortunately stayed in Egypt because of hardship, oppression, bondage, genocide, uh, mass murder, all these things. It was a nightmare. So we called out to Yahuwah, our Elohim, our mighty one who delivers us. And that's exactly what he did. Sent Moses to tell Pharaoh to let the people go. And uh, though it was some uh, amazing episodes and chapters, uh, just understanding the plagues and the uh, the judgments of Yahuwah, our Elohim, against these other nations. And uh, <clears throat> all those things took place, all those things happened. Now we outside of bondage, we out of the wilderness, we out of Egypt. We're on the other side of the water, and now we're getting to meet our maker. And he is giving us so much instructions and so much knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. That so much so that all throughout the rest of the scriptures, everybody gonna continue to look back on this episode and speak about it. All the rest of the scriptures. So very important to understand what's happening in Genesis and Exodus. Because all of our forefathers look back on this monumental period in our history and always refer to it. And pull out all type of wisdom from it. So at this point, um, we on the mountain while he getting his commandments, understanding the blueprint, most importantly, for the tabernacle. So he can meet with us. He's given us. So I'm not going to spoil it too much more. Let's get into uh, Shemuel Exodus chapter 40. And we'll see what's going on currently. So that was the recap, family. Now we have to get our minds right. So let's open up in prayer. Um, well, we just pray the Hebrew way. We're going to stand up, face the direction of Jerusalem, lift our hands, open our palms, and, and, and speak with Yahuwah. So let's do that, family, so we can get into the chapter. Uh, and it goes like this Baruch Atah, Yahuwah, Hamalat Ulam, our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and your commands. As we forgive our dead orders and we forgive those who trespass against us. Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. These things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahushua. Allah Yahuwah, Tudah Yahuwah, Yabarakat Yahuwah, Aman, Aman, Aman. Hallelujah. For His presence, His word, um, His guidance, His spirit, you know, all the things that we forget to be thankful for so much. Uh, he has given us. So, at this point, family, it's time to get into it. The chapter we all been waiting for. The last chapter in Exodus. The commencement. Okay, so Exodus chapter 40, verse 1, family. Yehovah spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, you will erect the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. It's finally time to set it up. He gave us the blueprint. He gave us the, the, the workmen to do the work, the skilled craftsmen to make every item. Now it's time to set it all up. Verse 3. You will put in it the ark of the testimony, and you will screen the ark with the veil. And you will be 
you will bring in the table and arrange it and you will bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps and you will put the golden altar for incense before the ark of testimony and set up the screen for the door of the tabernacle you will set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting and place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it verse 8 and you will set up the court all around and hang up the screen for the gate of the court then you will take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it and consecrate it in all its furniture so that it may become Kadash. 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 Commonly called holy. It will be holy. He's supposed to anoint everything in the tabernacle and then it will be set apart tabernacle. Verse 10, you will also anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils and consecrate the altar so that the altar may become most set apart, most holy. You will also anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate it. Then you will bring Aharon and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and will wash them with water. And put on Aharon the set apart garments. And you will anoint him and consecrate him that he may serve me as priest. <clears throat> Verse 14. You will bring his sons also and put coats on them and anoint them as you anointed their father that they may serve me as priests. And their anointing will admit them to a perpetual priesthood throughout their generations. Hallelujah. Verse 16. This Moses did according to all that Yahuwah commanded him, so he did. In the first month, <clears throat> in the second year after coming out of Egypt, in the first month and the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was erected. Moses erected the tabernacle. He laid his bases and set up his frames and put in his poles and raised up his pillars. And he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent over it, as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He took the testimony and put it into the ark and put the poles on the ark and set the mercy seat above the ark. Mm. Verse 21. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the screen and screened the ark of the testimony as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. Verse 22, he put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the veil and arranged the bread on it before Yahuwah as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lamps before Yahuwah as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He put the golden altar in the tent of meeting before the veil and burnt fragrant incense on it as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He put, <clears throat> verse 28, he put in place the screen for the door of the tabernacle and he set the altar of burnt offering at the entrance of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting and offered on it the burnt offering and the grain offering as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He set the basin between the tent of meeting 
and the altar and put water in it for washing with which Moses and Aharon and his sons washed their hands and their feet when they went into the tent of meeting and when they approached the altar they washed as Yahuwah commanded Moses and he erected the court around the tabernacle and the altar and set up the screen of the gate of the court so Moses finished the work hallelujah nothing like finishing some work man. then the cloud covered the tender meeting and the esteem of Yahuwah filled the tabernacle this is what it's all about fam the esteem of Yahuwah the last couple chapters we've been reading about making this article and making that article and making this set apart making that set apart but the whole point is to put everything together and just like a body Yahuwah filled it with his breath the breath of life and so, you know, this place wasn't finished. They could make every item with gold. They could put oil on and set it apart, anoint it all day. But it's not finished till the esteem of Yahuwah. The presence of Yahuwah comes in and fills it. And that's like the breath of life filling up a body. Like, the body is nothing without the breath of life from Yahuwah. So, very interesting um, parallel. Verse 34. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the esteem of Yahuwah filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled on it and the esteem of Yahuwah filled the tabernacle. And again, just thinking about the recap I just did. Imagine this whole book started out with us in slavery. Imagine being oppressed by Pharaoh. And at this point, <clears throat> Yahuwah revealing his esteem. Finally, he gave us his commandments in this book. He gave us the right rulings, the blueprint for the temple. But at the very end of the book, what we have, Yahuwah coming dwelling before he coming before us in the fullness of his esteem basically with just his presence literally filling the temple so it's hard to imagine that this book even started in slavery and we had to go before pharaoh 10 times and beg him to let us go pharaoh on the bottom of the ocean now the temple wasn't even thought about now we got a temple we outside of bondage we in the wilderness with yahuwah and he building the temple so it's uh very amazing then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the esteem of Yahuwah filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled on it, and the esteem of Yahuwah filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Yahshua would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out till the day that it was taken up. So they literally following the cloud, they being led by Yahuwah, literally setting up the tent when the cloud stop and rest in a certain place and when it starts to move they start to set out and break down everything and literally move everything and follow the tent follow the cloud so very uh interesting how he leading us in a way only he can verse 37 but if the cloud was not taken up then they did not set out until the day that it was taken up 38 for the cloud of yahuwah was on the tabernacle by day and fire was in it by night in the sight of all the house of Yashara throughout all their journeys yeah hallelujah 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 and so just for context and understanding it basically worked like this for 40 years for 40 years this is what was going on how they was moving the tent 
and being followed by the cloud, it's not going to tell us this again in the book of Leviticus or Numbers or Deuteronomy. But as we go through this process, understand that they were in the wilderness for 40 years. Just understand, this is how they move when they say they move from place to place. They were being led by this cloud of Yahuwah, the same cloud that was his esteem, basically. And it filled the tabernacle everywhere they went. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, man. It's just a feeling of completion, uh, gratification, just um, a blessing. You know, it's a blessing to read the word, to understand it, but, you know, just to read a book, a whole book in its entirety, you know, it's a small victory. It's a small win. You know, we're still fighting the battle, but a little small war was won. So, it's another chapter, another book in the books. As we continue to endeavor to read the whole book, uh, remember, it's important to remember that all of these were the individual scrolls. There was a scroll of Bereshit, a scroll of Shemuk. And uh, eventually, with the creation of the printing press, we, we took all the scrolls, all we have been copying by hand, and we eventually printed them and bound them in one book in a collection of scrolls called the set apart scriptures which are a history of a people and the chronicles of their sojournings traveling slavery written by their scribes and different prophets of these people so uh, again it's not it's important to understand the majesty the importance of the set apart scriptures and why are we reading this why does anybody find relevance in this why is this important so uh, I, I just pray and hope earnestly that everybody getting value out of this. <clears throat> I hope that it's um, blessing somebody. They is bringing clarity to the faith. Um, it's bringing uh, understanding, and uh, most importantly, um, it's bringing esteem to the name of Yahuwah. Because we have to remember everything that Yahuwah did was for His name's sake. The reason why He put His word in the earth, and the reason why He gave us these tablets of stone, and the reason why. He made sure his name never get erased out of the earth is because we could declare his esteem. We his servants. His words should be in our mouth. His precepts, his judgments, his statutes should be in our mouth. The nation should come to us for his judgments. Yes, family. That's the that's the role we are to serve. So um I just pray and hope that again you get value of this. I'm praying that, and that I'm fulfilling my duty and my righteousness and um my 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 my, my my work, my duty, you know, as a servant of Yahuwah in doing this, I, I pray that it's um, not falling on deaf ears, but to Yahuwah be the esteem and to the glory. So family, man, I owe you guys a big thanks. Thanks for walking with me. Thanks for reading with me. Thanks for tuning in for 40 chapters. Um, all esteem to Yahuwah for us getting through the book of Exodus and Shemuk. And uh, like always, we ask that you follow the podcast so when we start the next book and we start a new chapter, a new uh, journey together, you guys can be notified, um, interact with us in the question and answer segment. Please let us know not what you think, not only about this episode, but about the whole book of Exodus. Is this your first time reading this book? Is there any chapter, any event that in the book particularly that, that stood out to you that you want to share? I feel like there's so many topics to talk about and that's why we leave the question broad. What do you think? Basically, you can tell us about anything. So it's a great opportunity to do that. Um, in the question and answer segment, follow the podcast. Interact with us in the question and answer segment below. We have the uh, links 
for our social media. Follow us on social media. Stay connected. Sometime we will go live and read the scriptures live. So we're looking forward to that and just interacting with you, staying connected with you guys. And uh, if you feel led to, support the podcast, support the ministry, become a patron. All this thing to you who But uh, it's been my pleasure reading with you guys, walking with you guys on the journey. So I say until the next chapter, until the next book, until the next episode, family. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Yabada Kak Yahuwah. Baruch Abah Basham Yahuwah. Halal Yahuwah. Alright family, see you guys on the next one. Shalom, shalom.